Coordinated, episode 175, Best, Best, Best Practices. Greetings, AP Coordinators. I'm Derek Kometa. And I'm Rachel McBride. And you're listening to... Coordinated, the podcast for AP Coordinators. Thanks for joining the conversation, collaboration, and, of course, coordination. Hello, Rachel. Hey there, Derek. I can't believe this is it, our last episode before AP exams. I know, I know. It's (laughs) hard to believe we are on the cusp of AP exam administration for 2023. We are. This time of the school year always seems oh so far away. (laughs) And then before we know it, (laughs) it's game time. And to celebrate the special occasion, we have a best practice to share. In fact, we have a few. That we do. The title of this episode is Best, Best, Best Practices Because... Because we have three of them. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. We have three. (laughs) (laughs) One best practice to implement prior to exam day to help boost student confidence, one to implement at the beginning of some exam sessions to optimize the testing environment for students, and one best practice to implement at the end of each exam session to make the rest of AP exam administration a little easier for guess who? AP (laughs) coordinators. Let's get started. What's the first one? Okay. Best practice number one, a best practice to consider for students prior to exam day. And let's call this a we believe message, a message to share with students and possibly parents as well. Here are a few things to consider in the message. An AP exam is a college level assessment. It's supposed to be challenging. Students, please do not be caught off guard by a tough question that you're not sure of. It's, it's okay. Remember, perfection is not required to earn a five. And the fact is, you already did the hard work. Congratulations in advance for your persistence in the AP course. And know that We believe in you, and we are already proud of you. Pretty nice, right? I love that. Such an important message. In my role as a counselor, I know how impactful it can be to share that kind of message with students before exam day. We believe in you. We are already proud of you. These are great words to share. Okay, so what's next? Uh, Next is best practice number two. This is one that may help students on exam day. So, can I ask you to close your eyes and use your imagination for a moment, Derek? (laughs) Okay, I am. I'm I'm happy to do that. But listeners, please do not close your eyes (laughs) if you are out walking or 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 driving right now. Stay stay alert, please. (laughs) Right, safety first. So, as I was saying. Imagine your school's gymnasium, or library, or any medium to large size testing room. 
Okay. It's not uncommon for that room to be used several times over the course of the two-week standard testing window. Right. Also, not uncommon for the room to be set up for the largest number of test takers. For instance, my gym might be set up with 100 tables to accommodate AP US History, which is my largest exam session. The tables meet the requirements to fit two students per table, 200 students, total capacity. I'm following. Now, in that example, that room would be perfect for AP US History. However, when a smaller number of students is testing in the same room, Derek, what often happens? Ah, I like where this is going. So let's <laughs> let's run with your example. 200 students at 100 tables in the gym for AP US History. Then later in the week, you have AP World History also in the gym. Only 50 students for that, not 200. Often, in this example, we see proctors seat students at the first 25 tables near the front, two students per table. Right. Or perhaps I should say wrong. <laughs> this is not <laughs> what we should do. And here's where the best practice comes in. Remember, one of our goals as AP coordinators is to create the best possible testing environment for our students. One way that we can do that, instead of seating students at the first few tables and leaving half the gym empty, or even worse, cramming the students up in the front, two students per table, why not seat students one per table? And why not skip every other table or every other row? Do it. Give students even more space and comfort, right? Love that. Sure, <laughs> that that does mean proctors may, may walk a few <laughs> more extra steps, but... But hey, the benefits far outweigh that one negative. And many of us are looking to get our steps in anyway, right? I'm not <laughs> even sure that's a negative. Besides, this is about the students and their testing experience not about making answer sheet collection easier for the proctors. Right. Excellent point. So what's the last of our best practices? Curious minds want to know. I think you'll like this one. This is about the APID label sheet for each student. So AP coordinators know that one of the daily time-consuming challenges is recollecting the APID label sheet for students who have more than one exam. That APID label sheet is not just recollected, they are also refiled into a stack of APID label sheets for the student's next exam. But of course... Of course, the student's next exam varies by student. The refiling is not that easy and can take some time. And yes, I'm quite familiar with this process, Derek. Can't say it's my favorite part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the best practice that experienced AP coordinators have shared with us. After collecting, I should say, after recollecting the APID label sheet, use a marker like a, like a black Sharpie pen and carefully cross out the exam that the student just completed. Doing so really helps to highlight what the student's next exam is. It makes it much easier to visually pick out 
see that, sort, and refile. It's a small add-on step, but it's quick. And I've been told, definitely worth the time and effort. Let's put it this way, Rachel. I've shared this idea with a few AP coordinators, and so far, 100% of them (laughs) said that it was helpful. I like it. I'm definitely going to try it this year. I have many students with more than one exam, so this could save some time and eye strain (laughs) and improve my refiling accuracy. Nothing worse than desperately searching for a misfiled APID (laughs) label sheet. (laughs) Thanks for the tip. And uh, Derek, it's actually time to go. Remember, it's almost game time, and I've still got some preparation to take care of. Thanks for having me on the show again. It has been a blast as always. You, you are most welcome. And we will continue our conversations, probably not every week like we have been this spring, but certainly often enough to stay in touch. Good idea. In the short term, I'm going to be a little busy the next few weeks anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I can imagine. Thanks again, Rachel. Thanks again, AP coordinators. We do appreciate the support of your AP students, and we appreciate you. Good luck with AP exam administration. We'll talk with you soon. Coordinated is presented by the AP Program and the AP Coordinator Experience Team. We thank Jackie Ray for our theme song, Good As Gold. Jackie is a former AP Music Theory student at Oakton High School in Vienna, Virginia. Additional vocal support by myself, Carly Suge, AP Coordinator at Costa Mesa High School in Southern California. AP Coordinators, we cannot say it enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And for all your support of AP students, you are truly good as gold. Oh